This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who have been through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. Today, I am honored to be here with Laura Bonetsky-Joseph. Laura, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Nikki, for having me. It is my pleasure. So, Laura, I'm giving you the mic to introduce yourself. Would you please let us know who you are and where you're from and how you keep yourself busy during the day? Sure. I feel like that's a loaded question because I can go on. But I'm from Hingham, Massachusetts. I started um, healing with spirit as well as healing trauma with spirit. I'm a healer. I'm an educator. I'm a speaker, natural born intuitive. I've been labeled a metaphysician, trauma survivor, health advocate, mentor, artist, writer, and I guess overall spiritual badass. I use a lot of dragons to burn away a lot of the cucka, as you put it, providing spiritually based integrative holistic health enrichment programs, classes, and services. And I've also got a book pending slated to be released uh, next year on the secrets to healing chronic illness and trauma that mm. nobody talks about. Awesome. Boy, am I glad you're here. We have a lot to talk about that hasn't been talked about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Laura, Laura, as you know, this is a podcast for and by women who have been through trauma and who have been going through healing and have come out on the other side. Would you please summarize what you went through and what was the worst part in terms of your history? Okay, so, um, well, for me, it was seeking ways to survive. Uh, thrive and heal what I consider the broken me after I was diagnosed with complex PTSD as, as what I would like to say the systemic failure involving domestic abuse um, this was a culmination what I consider unresolved trauma stemming from childhood abuse to an, adept, uh, an attempted sexual abduction at the age of 12 to being raped at 15 to being fired from my first post-college job for asking my boss to keep his hands off of me and spending 11 years being battered in a system, trying to be free from a nine-year abusive marriage. Um, and I guess the worst part was being treated like I was a criminal in each and every one of those situations. Waking up wondering, you know, what am I experiencing? Is this real? It was so surreal that I had to question and pinch myself the reality of it. And how could this happen to somebody like me who was silenced at one point for using her voice? I was advocating for 20 families at the time that uh, where the system failed, including sex abuse victims. And their way of gag ordering me and silencing me was actually throwing my ass in jail. So um, I've learned pretty much that, uh, how to overcome that. Like I said, I work with dragons. Um, I find them very powerful. I know I said dragons, but I find them to be fierce. I find them to be strong and very protective over us. And um, they've helped me to become strong again in the face of fear. And what I have found is also tapping into my spiritual roots, that soulful place of who I am as a very being. And um, so I've kind of become this badass dragon, spiritual warrior, goddess, whatever you want to call me, that has learned to basically burn away all the fear that is buried deep in the shadows to shield the human vessel from harm that stands strong in my truth and the raw authentic power and move swiftly against the victims, those who've been victimized. I, I kind of have a mother bear syndrome, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
which is what got me in trouble with the system. But at the same time, you know, it took me 14 years to really get to this point of where I am now. Um, healing from trauma, especially when you go to the system that claims to protect you and doesn't and actually creates the harm. Um, I think a lot of those that come from vulnerable communities can see this and understand this because I feel it very rooted in our colonized mindset. I've really connected the mentality of a colonized mindset to the trauma epidemic or the unresolved trauma epidemic <laughs> that we have in this country. Oh my gosh, I am really hearing you on that. And you mentioned having mother bear syndrome. I, I find it fascinating that, that the last word there is syndrome because I think of mama bear energy as being so productive, so important, so healing, so galvanizing. And uh, what I'm wondering now is what is the best thing about being where you are now? There's so much that you've conquered, Laura, that I really would like to know, what's it like on the other side? Well, I've always said I would never wish what I went through on anybody. Because mm -hmm. in order to get to the other side, and this is what most trauma survivors I find don't want to hear, is that it's a three-step process. Everybody goes, well, how do you let go? How do you let go? How do you let go? Well, you have to feel. And that's the first place. You have to feel. When you can feel, you can understand. When you can understand, you can let go. And it takes courage to face the darkness, our shadows. And I think once we can understand that our own triggers, if not if not warranted like a warning sign type of trigger, but there are triggers of unresolved more trauma, that they are just the clues to the, what I consider, they're the clues on the, tre on the treasure map, showing us to where to find our freedom, our grace, and that's how we can conquer and win this war against trauma, which is unresolved. Um, what I found is that I was going through a lot of physical symptoms, not mental symptoms of complex PTSD, so for me, I started building that wisdom within the body because trauma is not what we may think. It manifests in ways that traditional medicine fails to treat. They label us, they want to medicate us. And what I found is that didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. So I, again, I mentioned I was very intuitive. So I actually went up to spirit a lot. I went into nature a lot. I started surrendering saying, please, because this is it. Like, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to die if this isn't going to resolve. And, um, I started going there and what may be deemed as cellular memory um, started releasing. Um, I was told I needed a hysterectomy, never happened. I had hemorrhagic bleeding. And what I did is I connected the dot to my hemorrhagic bleeding to complex PTSD. That's where I held my trauma. Mm. And doing the work I do, I was able to transmute that. I told the doctors, I said, okay, let me answer this question. If you can answer this, then we'll have a hysterectomy. If you can't, then no. And I said, is having a hysterectomy going to cure me if this is a complex PTSD trigger? Like, is that where my trauma is and it's just manifesting physically? And they said, no. And I said, well, if that's the case, and if I have a hysterectomy, I'm going to have phantom symptoms. Either way, it'll just manifest into something else until it's healed. Mm -hmm. So I spent another two or three years working on that, and I still have my uterus. So maybe work into other areas like root canals, urinary tract infections, 
never used antibiotics. I was able to heal all those by doing the very things of, it's the whole mind-body concept, but it seems so simple, but it's actually more complicated than that from our Western mindset. It's in order to become whole, we have to understand that wholeness thing. Gotcha. And it's cellular memory, it's the, how the trauma seeds on a cellular level. Gotcha, wow. That is some complex stuff. <laughs> uh, so Laura, does anyone come to mind um, when I ask who are some other brave warriors that you know who've gone through some really rough, really rough situations and come out on the other side? Someone who would be a really good guest for this podcast. Well, um, there's a woman here in Massachusetts. Her name is Laverne Gordon. Um, she runs Love Life Now, which is basically community-based, sole person taking on the domestic violence uh, community. Um, and she's an amazing woman. And um, I got to speak with her earlier today and she's doing some amazing things, including things that the shelters can't offer them. And she's trying to combat that, the shortage of, of what we have is lacking in our shelters. Um, there's Laura Cohen, who I happened to meet last year, who also runs her own uh, radio show out in Ohio, who's an amazing advocate and almost died multiple times from severe abuse. She's doing amazing things. And then what came to mind was this 13-year-old girl who I met last year named Naomi Campbell. She was the kickoff speaker for the um, National Coalition Against Domestic Violence in 2018, mm -hmm. who said, I was not abused. I'm a girl of color, but I'm using my privilege because girls of color are you know, raped, they're murdered, they're beaten, and nobody believes us. And she was such a powerful, inspirational speaker. So mm -hmm. for me, it was her understanding at a very young age, her power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How to influence it. Wow, that's amazing. That is really incredible. I mean, for actually, what I was going to say is it's amazing that a 13 year old girl had that knowledge of her power. But I'm going to reverse that because I think that women, girls and women, start unlearning their power and becoming distanced from their power at a immediately after birth. And so what I would say to that is that um, I, I have a four-year-old daughter and I would say she knows her power and I'd like her to hold on to that because I, well, for many reasons, but what I think happens is that we as girls and women become more and more distanced. So it's actually not as surprising to me that a 13-year-old has a really fundamental a really fundamental sense of what her power is. Mm. It's it's touching no matter how old a person is, but it's it's beautiful that she hasn't lost it, let's put it that way. It was very inspiring because um, part of what I didn't mention before, um, if it's okay, is that when I was doing the advocacy work, it actually cost me my own relationship to my own three daughters oh. uh, who were legally trafficked by way of family courts as a punishment for trying to save the lives of others in the state. My children will never have any memory of me in their childhood and their most crucial moments in the developmental brain, which we call developmental trauma, which were actually perpetrated by family courts. That loving daughter relationship was actually stolen from us. And you know, during a time when I thought I was doing what was right for these other children, these other 80, 80 individuals and 20 families, so, you know, they have been Stockholm, they've been abused, and they've been traded as a commodity, which is a huge problem. 
um, and sold in a system that is still colonized. And to see this 13-year-old girl just made me want to hug her because all I kept thinking was, that was stolen from my own three daughters. It was stolen from my own three daughters. And how can that be, you know? And which is why today I honor my own voice in, uh, in contemplating what is it really truly to mean to be free? Because unless we're real and raw with that, we can't change it. We can't change it, you know? Wow. I mean, that, that is just, that is one big pile and pile of trauma that you've been through. I mean, not to state the obvious, but that I, it, it's, it's bowling me over at this moment. Seriously. Hopefully in a good way. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, we can't, this is where I came up with a program called Today I Bless My Junk. You know, it's because, you know what, you can't control the muck and the crap, like you said, the cucka that's thrown at you. It's how do you transform that? It's the gift. What's the pearl? What's the and pearl? I can sit there and go, poor woe is me every day. And guess what? My abuser wins every day I do oh, that. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. And I definitely feel that. And I'm glad that's not what you're doing. And yeah. I'm glad your user isn't winning. Um, Laura, I would love to hear this from you. What is a piece of advice that you would give to our listeners right now who are going through crisis right now, going through something that, um, that ultimately is traumatic on how to get to that other side, what to hang on to? So I guess for me, it's very unconventional. You are not, we are not what our society dictates we are. Um, so I say get out of the head and into the body. Learn how to bless your junk, as I mentioned. I dare you to go into the darkness, not fight it, but make sure if the darkness really, you have a support system if you need it, depending on the level of trauma. Because when you can master the flow and not the outcome, you, you come in the other side. And what I mean by to bless your junk, it means to take all of that pain, all of that trauma, all that hurt, betrayals, etc., and you transform it into wholeness. You transform it into happiness, prosperity, and success. Mm -hmm. And according to Marion Lipsch's dictionary, if you look, a blessing is a thing conducive to happiness or welfare. A blessing endowed power for prosperity and success. So, and I have a YouTube video that people can go and look and find that shows you five reasons on why to bless your junk. And the first one really goes into to shift the perspective and you shift the story. I think that's hard for a lot of us, but when you do, you gain your power back. It's, it's questioning, how do I take my power back? Mm -hmm. We have to start that by reframing our own stories. Yes. Okay? We've been conditioned to have our stories a certain way. The second one is to free ourselves from the anchors of the past. The battle doesn't, is not outside of us. The battle is internal, not external. Mm -hmm. We have been gaslighted. We have been brainwashed to believe that the solutions are always external. Here's a pill. Here's a procedure. Here's this. Let me do it for you. Those never work. They just mask the symptom. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you can do that, then you can restore wholeness. That's tip number three, another reason. You restore the wholeness of who you are in mind and body and spirit. Now, when we look at trauma, remember, trauma doesn't necessarily all have to manifest physically. It can manifest mentally, emotionally, and it can manifest spiritually. So it's how it's seeded. Um, and the fourth reason is that we can take our power. When we take back our power, we empower our souls. And the fifth one is, we illuminate our gifts as a result. 
We bless all who have caused us harm and we can mourn all that we lost. We have got to get over this, get over it now crap. Mm -hmm. We have to mourn and everybody's way of grieving changes. A woman, a mother who's had her children taken away from her doesn't just lose that gr in grief that one day that the courts take it away. She grieves every waking moment she is alive, okay? And re-grieves re every day. But every time we bless all those who cause us harm, we find the buried treasure that resides within because when we hide from the darkness, we're also hiding our gifts. Our gifts are buried in our shadows. So when we suppress the shadows, we suppress the gifts. And that's just not how it works, <laughs> you know? Um, I've learned to work with dragons, as I mentioned. So it's finding something, whether it's an archetype or something, everybody's personal journey. They're fierce, they're strong, um, and they can be very powerful allies. So it's really going within, it's finding, it's connecting to that body, to that soul aspect, and not listening to the external sources, but listening to the internal ones. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. There's so much in what you just said, Laura. That's really, that's really incredible. I love the idea, although it challenges me in a very big way, bless those who cause us harm and, and the power in that. Um, it's not easy. It, no, it couldn't, couldn't possibly be. I think, I think you'd really sort of have to be kind of like the Buddha or, you know, I mean, just someone who really knows what's up. <laughs> it doesn't mean like the person who raped me. It doesn't mean I give them a free pass. And I think that's the difference. We're not giving them a free pass. Uh -huh. I'm not saying give my rapist or give my abuser a free pass. Yeah. I am just saying get rid of the anchor around it. Bless the experience of not of the trauma that happened, mm -hmm. but the gift that you're being given on the other side as a result. That without yeah. that trauma, you would never have been able to experience. I'm really glad that, that I'm really glad to have that clarified. That's that's important. Um, Awesome. So yes, Laura, I'm glad I was able to, because I, I can see where that can be misconstrued. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think struggling with forgiveness when you've been in a situation where someone has caused you harm is, it's a spirit, I mean, it's a spiritual experience. It's a spiritual challenge and a question. Yeah. When, when you believe in forgiveness and have been taught forgiveness and are finding that within your soul and within your heart, that forgiveness is not forthcoming, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. and, and, even, and I'm not even advocating forgiveness because mm -hmm. some people say I've been raped. I'm never going to forgive them. And that is a whole nother topic. My yeah. thing is bless the experience because without it, like for me, without that experience, I wouldn't be sitting here having this podcast, helping others. I, I wouldn't be as empathetic. I wouldn't be the healer I am today. I wouldn't have the radar where I can give you umpteen again, another podcast but I wouldn't have the, the smell, like that, you know that instinct that a dog has with the keen smell. Mm -hmm. I have that with predators. They don't have to say the wrong thing, but I can just smell them out. So these are gifts that without the experiences I've had, I would never have been able to be gifted. So it's not to say, I, do I want my, my, my rapist and my abuser to be held accountable? Absolutely. I'm not diminishing that. Perfect. I mean, not perfect. I, I hear what you're saying, 100%. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you my last question, which is, since we're all about being epic, Laura, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? 
So it's interesting. Um, you know, so I guess my superpower is my power persuasion to help others see more of their own superpower. So for me, it's um, challenging what is perceived and challenging what, may, what we may think is not our own. Um, probably the superpower in general would be to, I guess if I had to fine tune it, would be to transmute trauma into magic. Mm. Yeah, okay. you've used the word transmute a few times. And I think that's an amazing power. That's an amazing amount of power to be able to, to transmute trauma into magic. Really, really cool too. So Laura, well, thank you. That's what it is. It's how, again, it's like, how do you bless what, what, what has happened? I can sit yeah. there and play victim and that's not helping me. That's just keeping me stuck. Yep. Absolutely. Laura, thank you so much for being my guest today. Where can we find you online? So my website is www.laurahealingwithspirit.com. I also have two Facebook pages. One is Healing with Spirit and the other one is Healing Trauma with Spirit. I also have an Instagram page with the same names. Um, I'm on Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You're everywhere. Healing Trauma with Spirit and Healing with Spirit. That is, those are great. And if I could just say one thing. What's that? I want your, your listeners to understand to celebrate the wisdom of our ancestors, breathing and pulsating within our own veins, because that is where the wisdom comes from. It's trusting that. When you have that and you surrender to that power, you're held. Mm. You're held and you'll be able to conquer everything else as it comes. That is beautiful. And thank you for leaving us with that. And this is Nikki Bruno. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> Thank you so much with Laura Vanetsky Joseph on the Epic Comeback podcast for more information about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience. Please go to theepiccomeback.com.